Sugar Ray Leonard, Roberto Duran, Marvelous Marvin Hagler, and Thomas Hearns. Legends, whose four-way rivalry defined one of the greatest eras in boxing history. Relive their decade of dominance in a new Showtime sports documentary, The Kings, a four-part series now streaming on Showtime. Listen, you guys know you're my friends, right? But even though we're friends, we're not that cool where I'm going to let you challenge me on know-how time and make me go against Noah Syndergaard. Come on, man. I'm a Mets fan. He's a legend. He's like the best pitcher in baseball, in my opinion. Of course, you're going to disagree. But listen, you're not going to use him against me in no halftime. What I will do is I'll let you use the promo code CLOCK, C-L-O-C-K. If you sign up right now with that promo code, I'll give you $10. If you go ahead and send them an email or a tweet, mention Clock Dodgers, and they will send you a free T-shirt. But what I won't do is I won't take your challenge against Noah Syndergaard. I just won't. It's not going to happen. Daily Fantasy Sports app, player versus player, no halftime. If you have not tried this, I promise you, you will get so addicted, it's ridiculous. It will replace all your other fantasy football habits. Go on there now. Use the promo code CLOCK. I'm giving you $10. You got to use it. Um, go on there and use that. And and let me know. My username on there is Clock Dodger. So message me and we can go at it with some challenges. But I again, although I'm your friend, although I'm your family, I will not go against Noah Syndergaard. Do not do that. Nohalftime.com. Download it on your Android and iPhone devices now. And the other thing I do not want to forget, listen, I do this podcast to connect with you guys, to connect with my guests, to entertain, to motivate, um, to spread knowledge, and you know to help you guys escape that nine to five mindset. I could not do this podcast without the podcast hotline kit. My guy, Vinny, who I actually, now don't, don't, don't get this wrong, right? I, I paid $20 plus tax plus shipping, and although Vinny took care of me, I'm not complaining. But however, the podcast hotline kit right now, thanks to Clock Dodgers. If you want to go ahead and order this, please. Um, now, don't forget, you guys can use this for your podcast. Um, it's it's good for you know connecting with Facebook Messenger, uh, WhatsApp, um, all, all kinds of uh, FaceTime. You can use it for all these things, and you can actually um, record your conversations with people. I use it for the podcast, and I'm sure you guys can cr- get creative and use it for a whole bunch of other stuff. Um, but I actually got a special deal through Vinny because I spoke to him. I was like, listen, my Clock Dodgers need this, right? The other podcasts that I mess with, they need this. But you got to give me a deal. You got to help my friends out. We're all family, right? So Vinny told me, I just for you, Neil, just for you and just for your clock dodgers, I will give you a deal right now, a special deal. $16.99. $16.99. Remember, I paid $20, mind you. $16.99 plus $1.99 for shipping. That's it. I mean, of course, there's tax. But, you know, that's lightweight. You guys got that. But, um... That's a deal right there. I, I didn't get that deal, and you're getting that deal. That's that's what's up right there. So shout out to Vinny, podcasthotlinekid.com. You can also um, hit the link on the website if you want that special deal. You have to go to clockdodgers.com. The banner's on the right-hand side. Click it. Get the podcast hotline kit. I cannot tell you guys how great it has been for my podcast. If without that, this is not happening right now. I, I promise you it's not. But let's get let's go ahead and get into the episode, guys. My guest today is Jim. Jim actually runs a website, which is the, or I should say the, actually, T-H-E-E-M-I-K-E.com, themike.com. Um, I, I don't want to get too much into it because I want you to hear his story and what he does and everything I mean, the actual conversation, but um, it's a very interesting story. It's a very interesting website that he has. Very cool guy, very down-to-earth guy, and he's on 
to something. So um, I definitely want to go, you know, get, go ahead and get into this. Um, but guys, you know, as always, um, please go ahead and support the sponsors. Please go ahead and support our guest after the show um, in every way possible by hitting them up on Twitter or hitting up their website and, and supporting whatever, you know, whatever it is that they're in, you know, in the process of doing. Um, but again, the guest is Jim, themike.com, T-H-E-E-M-I-K-E.com. Very cool guy, very cool gentleman, and uh, has a lot of interest and stuff to talk about. Of course, we play around a foul or no foul with some of our listener questions, so look out for your name, and uh, I'll catch you guys on the outro. Cannot play with it. Cannot win with it. Cannot go with it. Can't do it. You play with the game. Now, man, listen, we talking about practice. Not a game, not a game, not a game. are now locked in to the Clock Dodgers Podcast. Clock Dodgers Podcast. All right. Hello, beautiful people. Today is episode number 26 of the Clock Dodgers Podcast. I am your host, Neil, and I am glad that you are joining me today as always. I have a guest today named Jim uh, who created a cartoon character, a sports character named Mike. Uh, Jim used Mike to basically write and, and say things that maybe your average, you know, sports broadcaster wouldn't do. Um, it, it's funny. It's entertaining. I highly suggest that you check out his work at themike.com, T-H-E-E, Mike.com. Um, like I said, it's very entertaining content. Um, so it's I was really I was really eager to have Jim on here today to, to talk about this and to kind of go into um, what he's created here. So I do want to welcome you to the show, Jim. How are you doing today? Neil, I'm doing exceptionally well, and I appreciate the opportunity to be a guest on your show. Absolutely. It's an honor to have you on. So let's, I guess let's just kind of jump right in because you have a, you know, you've created something, something different here, um, something fun. Um, and so I just want to kind of give everyone listening who maybe isn't aware of what you do or are aware of the Mike character, kind of a background. So who, who is Mike exactly? Um, you know, kind of, kind of explain the character that you've created here. Oh, I'd be happy to. I do it multiple times a day and have for the last few years <laughs> since I brought my little guy to life. Uh, you could ask, who is Mike or what is Mike? Mike's a, a, a cartoon character that has lived rent-free in my brain since I've been born. Uh, I think more Mike uh, is a part of my DNA. He's a microphone by the name of Mike Raffone. <laughs> and we, we also call him the ultimate talking head on sports. Because Mike pontificates, um, he delivers a lot of angst uh, in his uh, Studio M, which is uh, his own sports center type studio, and he discusses and talks about all things pertaining to sports. Nice, nice. So I've been doing this full time for the last couple years. Uh, I realize he's a cartoon character that should be seen in animated form, and we do have animation. But I was piloted a couple years ago by a major sports network and found out very quickly I wasn't ready for prime time. Uh, what I mean by that is I didn't have enough content. Uh, I wanted to um, maintain total creative control of the character. And if I uh, entered into a relationship with a major entity, uh, I wouldn't be able to do that. And you know, we uh, politely and respectfully you know, declined, walk away from the opportunity. But with that closed door, it actually opened up a huge door digitally for us because it forced our hand to build uh, the Mike brand through digital content, which I have through ebooks and through blogs. 
And over the course of the last couple of years, uh, I've blogged at a minimum three times a week. I now have almost 900 sports blogs written through the voice of Mike. Um, you know, you could read them at, as you said, thank you for the shout out, the Mike, that's T H E E M I K E.com. But I've also published 38 sports comic books. I figured if I'm going to write, you know, I need to always stay in character if I'm going to write through the voice of Mike. And Mike's a cartoon character. So, uh, in all of our sports comic books, they follow the same basic central theme. They're books of lists. And uh, each chapter has either one or more sports comics as Mike tells a story or describes something historically or cleverly or wittily uh, regarding something having to do with sports. Very interesting. Now, um, to touch back on something you said there, you said you had an opportunity possibly with, with a major network um, for Mike. And you turned that down due to understandable reasons, as you mentioned. Um, however, I just want to kind of go with you really quick. Emotionally and professionally and all that kind of stuff, that must have been very difficult, right, to turn that opportunity down? Uh, it was uh, a challenge, let's put it that way, because <laughs> it's like you could become married with a household name. Right. Uh, that could be promoting your product, and you could see probably fairly quickly on uh, this um, – entities assortment of websites and possibly on tv you'd be able to see our character within a year after we had formally consummated the relationship but this was re relatively new in our journey with mike and you know fortunately you know my wife um who's my partner and she's also the editor and publisher of all the stuff that says mike on it you know we were both in agreement that hey we would rather back away take a couple steps backwards uh then regroup and know that we'd be able to spring forward at some time in the future. So as I indicated, I said it was a closed door, but it really opened up a much bigger door that we were more comfortable with um, as a result of our decision. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. I, I respect that decision. And I like it. And I think that's a lesson um, for people to for people to learn, you know, whether you, you're starting a website or a podcast or a blog or whatever it may be, um, you know, to, to kind of not necessarily jump into the first opportunity that arises, um, especially, you know, like you said, we have such a platform now, you know, with the Internet um, that it's not necessary sometimes to have these huge networks back you um, because we've seen plenty of people, you know, become very successful without that. Um, so I, I, I definitely uh, respect, you know, your guys' decision. Well, thank you. It's very cool. Um, now, I did have a question about the character, Mike. Why, what, what made you create the character Mike rather than yourself? Just, you know, you doing everything yourself and kind of, you know, your face and your likeness. What, what made you go with the cartoon character? Like, what kind of birthed that idea? Uh, I've always loved cartoon characters. And, you know, I've uh, followed... And I uh, even watched multiple times the uh, documentaries on the making of Mickey Mouse or Bart Simpson or SpongeBob. And, uh, you know, I'm a, I'm a big sports nut, have played sports all my life. I'm a sports fan. You know, sports at, at times, you know, consumes me, you know, whether it's basketball or football or baseball or soccer. And it always struck me that there was uh, a void when it came to sports reporting or sports entertainment right. and that was having a cartoon character that you know could potentially lend you know witty things uh, to a conversation or question somebody like on the air that's an established respected voice but you know bring levity and bring entertainment to sports broadcasting right so I, I think you know there's a brilliance in Bart Simpson and SpongeBob and uh, that they could say anything and really get away with it because Who's going to remain mad at a cartoon character? Exactly. 
and I felt like uh, I've always loved humor. I've loved words. I've loved puns on words. Uh, I loved, uh, you know, creative conversation. I love challenging conversations and I love sports. And it's like, it was everything it was the perfect storm in creating the character is that all these things that I loved, you know, I've poured into the making of Mike and, you know, it's my avocation and my vocation. You know, we are fortunate enough to make money and we monetize the brand, you know, through affiliate marketing on our blog and in our eBooks and we'll soon uh, monetize the brand once our animation gets picked up by a major sports website. But uh, you can't put a price on what you do. I love what I do. I get up every morning, go get my coffee, start combing the internet for, you know, things to give me inspiration to write about. Right. I love it, man. I love what you're doing. It's definitely unique well, and, and fun. And, and, you know, obviously I, I, I share that same passion for cartoons. I think even as adults, you know, cartoons are great. So um, I, I, yeah, like I have an doing. interesting story, Neil, is that uh, if uh, the listeners are sports fans and they've watched Fox football. Uh, or games that are NFL games that are advertised on the Fox Sports Network. Right. Or even some uh, MLB playoff games. They've seen Cletus, the Fox Transformer robot. Oh, yes. A lot of people don't even know that Cletus is his name. He's been around for several years. And he's the blue Transformer robot that looks like he's, uh, you know, trudging across the screen or smashing into the screen. But he doesn't talk. Right. And. You know, a couple of years ago, I was fortunate enough to engage with the people at Fox and talk to them about Cletus. And one of their executives fessed up and said, yes, we're committed to Cletus for the long term. But one of our regrets is not giving, you know, Cletus a voice. And that just buoyed my confidence, like to the nth degree that I'm thinking I created a character who's a sports reporter or a sportscaster who's got his own studio who could who could report on anything having to do with sports, but he's unique and he's got a voice and he could sing. He's got music. He's funny. He can actually interview people in his studio where he spins around on his desk and he can look at an LCD screen, one of many LCD screens behind him, like you would see in a sports center studio. And you could put in video footage where Mike had actually talked to a real life sports celebrity. Right, right. Yeah. yeah. I, I, that's awesome. And I, I can't, I, I, I see, you know, your passion for it. it it's definitely, you know, very high and I, I definitely Good. see the market for it. So I, I think you're on to something here for sure. Um, now, also, you know, we did mention that, you know, cartoons, you know, there's kids cartoons, there's adult cartoons. Mike fits everything, though, right? Mike's not for one or the other, right? Mike is good for, for anyone. It's a family thing, right? It's a family thing. However, like with most cartoons, the brilliant ones like the SpongeBob's and even the Bart Simpsons is that there's humors on, humor on multiple levels. It's like a kid, uh, a young kid can understand humor, basic humor, but because Mike is witty, he's a punster, uh, he likes to address so, uh, certain societal uh, issues, is that maybe a kid won't get it, but his father or his grandfather would get it. When we went and got Mike trademarked several years ago, uh, the trademark uh, legal person said to us, uh, I'd encourage you, it's not a part of the trademarking process, but I'd encourage you is that you should write down your core set of ethics and values for the character be, and stay true to them. Because if you want Mike to be like G friendly and mainstream, you know, he could never use profanity or be associated with hard liquor or drugs right. or say off color comments. And we've made, tr we've remained true to our core set of ethics and values that we drafted, you know, for Mike a number of years ago. 
Nice. I, I, I like that. And, and, and I, I know what you're talking about. Like something like Shrek, even, you know, when you watch a movie like Shrek, um, yeah. there's, there's jokes that are for kids and then, then there's stuff that only mm-hmm. the adults are laughing at. And that's awesome. Um, I, I think it could be funny in a G or PG rated way. Absolutely. I don't think you have to take humor right to the gutter. No, without question. You, you are right on that. Um, now I did also want to talk to a, a little bit about yourself, um, because obviously you are, you know, the guy behind Mike, um, it's clear, you know, you have a, 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 a diehard passion for sports. Um, like you said, it's been a very big part of your life. So I wanted to kind of get into you because I did see, you know, I, I listened to some of your podcasts that you were on. Um, I, I looked, you know, of course, over your website when I'm there and um, I seen you kind of, you have a, you have a pretty decorated, you know, sports past. Um, can you kind of give us a run through of some of your, you know, your own personal achievements and, and things you've accomplished in sports? Sure. Um, I, I grew up in New Jersey. Uh, in high school, I was a, uh, First team all-state athlete uh, out of uh, Lawrenceville Prep and soccer, basketball, and baseball. I uh, went on to a full ride, and I played um, four years at Boston College. I was the captain of the team for three years. Uh, after that, I played for a brief time professionally in Europe. Uh, I'm also the guy that, uh, if you're a sports fan and you watch ESPN 30 for 30 documentaries, I was one of the guys featured. Uh, in the 30 for 30 documentary that came out in October 2014 called Playing for the Mob. I was a part of the team that they call uh, the Goodfellas uh, Point Shaving Scheme. That's so awesome. Uh, I voluntarily testified uh, in Brooklyn at the federal trial. You know, never prosecuted, never offered immunity, but I testified. Right. Uh, I, uh, in addition to being a part of the documentary. I've also been written about in several books. There's going to be uh, a major motion picture that should be forthcoming within the next 18 months to two years. Uh, And as far as sports, I still play basketball at age 58 three times a week. Slowly, but I'm still out there and I'm still (laughs) running up and down the court. And no, I don't play half court. I play full court. Well, see, and that's awesome. And, that, and that's why I wanted to, to, you know, to have you to say, you know, to kind of go over some of those things, because I think it's important that people know, you know, how legit you are as far as sports go. Um, that this isn't just some, you know, idea you came up with and you're just running with it. Um, you sure. know, this is your life, you know, and yes, it is. And so I, I found it very interesting, you know, all the things that you've accomplished and then, you know, how it, I don't, I don't, I don't want to say, because like you said, you still play. So it's not like you took your passion for, for, for sports when you were young and kind of translated it into Mike as you got older, because you're still playing sports. Um, you also play like international games and stuff right now. Yes, I do. Uh, I have the, the, one of the best volunteer gigs on the planet. There is an international basketball organization called FIMBA, which is an acronym, F-I-M-B-A, for Federation International Masters Basketball Association. It's the largest senior sports uh, organization in the world and considered the best senior sports uh, federation in the world by the International Olympic Committee. And it's for athletes 35 and older. And I'm the head of the United States for FIMBA. And what I do is I help extend the FIMBA brand here in the States, and I recruit players um, you know, to put teams in FIMBA international tournaments. And over the course of the last few years, I've played in FIMBA sanctioned tournaments just two months ago in Costa Rica, and our team, the USA 50+, plus, that's 50 in age plus, uh, we won <laughs> the gold medal. 157 teams from 19 different countries. Wow. You know, I've played in Orlando. I played in Serbia, Croatia, Brazil, Italy, the Czech Republic, and Greece, all within the last 
I would say three or four years playing international masters basketball slowly. <laughs> that 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 is awesome. And, and how is so if someone so if someone listening was interested in taking part in something like that, I mean, what, what would they do? Is there a possibility? Is there like a tryouts or how how do they get involved in stuff like that? It's kind of almost maybe a tryout. It's guys uh, trying to ascertain, you know, if you're a good player and if you're a good guy. There's like an unwritten knucklehead rule where you go away to these events and it's it's an eight to ten day event. Uh-huh. So you're going to be around guys that are going to be your teammates and you want them to be good dudes. You right. want everybody to be compatible. You want it to be a harmonious experience. So, you know, we weed out the jerks. Let's put it that way. And as far <laughs> as the talent and the ability, people have a way of quickly determining who can play and who can't. You know, the beauty of basketball is that guys don't care what color you are, how big you are, how much money you make, what your ethnic background is, you know, where you live. They just want to find out, can you play? Right. And can you help the team? And in the case of FIMBA, that's just older men, 35 and older. And there's women also that play in these tournaments. And the, it's the, the spirit of the FIMBA tournaments is phenomenal because people ha- all share a common passion. They want to have fun. They want to go out there or they want to win. They want to play. They want to exercise their talents and ability. And it's just, it's an, it's an awesome experience. That's, that's very cool. And um, ho- hopefully, you know, is, is there any way that people can support this or any, you know, any way that they can, anything they can contribute in any way or just to get the word out there or anything? Or? The word out, uh, to get the word out is just go to FIMBA, F-I-M-B-A dot net. And you could read up on all the different tournaments they have. It's like, uh, I'm already starting to plan. Uh, and I had a call this morning and I had two yesterday with potential teams that are going to enter our next world championship, which will be in Montecatini, Italy. And there will be over 250 teams from 40 countries. And it's a major undertaking, even though it's next June, you have to start planning now because people need to get time off from work. They need to get the finances in order to pay for their trip to go there. And obviously some of the teams want to get together and practice before they go. So there's a lot of planning that's involved, but the website, FIMBA, F-I-M-B-A dot net, uh, awesome experience for, uh, aging hoopsters. Yeah, exactly. You get to play, still get to play ball and, and see the world. It sounds, it sounds yes. awesome. Um, now kind of, kind of going back to Mike really quick. Um, so, you know, we went over, you know, what, you know, where it all started, um, where you're currently at with it. What, what is kind of, you know, your, your goal for Mike in, in, in the future, whether, you know, short term or long term, you know, where do you see it going from here? Kind of. Sure. Happy to answer those questions. The long term is I, ex- I expect, I fully expect Mike to be the first ever animated brand to transcend all sports. You know, you have Cletus, the Fox football robot. He's an animated brand, but he really doesn't transcend all sports and he doesn't speak. So he's a little bit limited. He's a great property, but I think he could be so much more or could have been so much more. The only other brand that I know of that ever appeared in sports was Peter Puck. Mm-hmm. And it was both an NBC as well as a, a Fox property years ago. And it was utilized by the NHL, but it was sports specific. In the case of Mike, I believe he could commentate and be uh, an added value or asset to any sport that's out there. And he can transcend all sports. So I'm talking about it's crazy. It's audacious, but it's SpongeBob big. It's Bart Simpson big. It's Mickey Mouse big. It's a global icon. That's my ultimate goal is to get it licensed to a major network where we retain as much creative control as we possibly can. 
and also get it licensed where Mike could speak like as a uh, product advocate, kind of like a Geico Gecko or Aflac Duck. Right. Where people trust the character of Mike and he also speaks on behalf of a brand. But I'm still not there. I will get there eventually, but our next short-term goals are to continue blogging. I, I blog three times a week through the voice of the character. I do a throwback Thursday blog with comics. I do a Friday Sports Funny, which I did today on baseball's pinch hitter. And I do something on Sunday to tout my books, and I do a Two Cent Tuesday blog. And I also con- I'll continue to publish Mike Sports comic books, and I do offer 13 of them for free. You can safely download them off our website, which is themike.com. But I'm also in the uh, throes of re-swizzling all of our animation. We have a much more vibrant studio. And what we're going to do with the animation is we're going to have 90-second to 120-second clips. And it's going to be Mike pontificating about something having to do with sports. And it's never going to be something that's going to be topical. Like he couldn't uh, possibly you know, report on last night's game and have animation done the next morning. So it has right. to be more evergreen in nature. And the things that Mike, you know, our first uh, handful of animated clips are boring baseball statistics and why they drive Mike bonkers. And Mike takes everything to the extreme. Uh, another one is the fat lady who is this mysteriously beefy woman that has to belt out a few bars before we can all leave the park. <laughs> you know, he talks about the penalty box. He talks about pigeon heaven. Uh, we have, uh, the siren song of sports, da 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 It's the ESPN, uh, you know, jingle. So the things that he reports on out of his animated studio, and this is all coming to life as we speak. Uh, they're all 90 to 120 seconds in length and they're flat out funny. And in his studio, uh, there will be strategically placed like sponsors, badges, banners, and logos. So it would be sponsored. And that's how we could um, you know, afford the animation and also make money by, you know, relationships that we would have with sponsors. Absolutely. Absolutely. What I, what I like about it personally is like, you know, sometimes for children, um, some, some kids love sports, you know, straight out the gate. And then some are more into TV or cartoons or games. I feel like Mike can kind of help, you know, cross over those kids even, you know, when, 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 when your father or your parents are watching sports and then, you know, your kid maybe normally wouldn't pay attention if he wasn't that interested in sports, especially at a super young age. But if you had a cartoon character like Mike, um, on there, you know, I think that would help kids come along also, you know, maybe get them more into sports at a younger age or, um, kind of cross over those kids who weren't, you know, as into it to start initially. I think, you know, Mike would help that. So I, you know, I think it's a, a great thing that you're doing there. Well, thank you. Absolutely. Yeah, I even, I've even written, you know, uh, blogs and I've incorporated them into books about, um, you know, the silly language of sports. It's like in baseball, you know, what's a bunt? What's a bulk? Uh, why is there a beanbag that you can't, you know, eat the beans or a cup <laughs> you can't drink out of or an on-deck <laughs> circle that nobody stands in? And it's all crazy things that Mike sees because Mike, Mike views the world, and it's really me. I view the world, you know, through a different lens. And I'm sure kids have, and other people have the same questions. And Mike kind of brings it to life through uh, humor. Love it. I love it. Also, to to be fair, like you said, um, your wife also um, helps you with this and supports you with this. Um, How how important is it that she does that? Because a lot of people don't have that support system. Well, it's incredibly important. Um, My wife and I 
Uh, this is the third business that we've worked uh, together in in our 35 years of marriage. We met in college in 1977. Uh, we never wanted to retire. We wanted to refire. And being able to do this with Mike is uh, very liberating. It keeps you youthful. It keeps you sharp. And you can see a lot of folks that are our age or maybe in our, our age range, uh, they're petrified when it comes to social media or electronics. And we're not. I mean, we go to meetups, you know, several times a month. We're always watching YouTube videos. We're always on webinars or going to seminars and trying to find, you know, ways where we could be on the cusp of what's happening technologically. So that keeps us more youthful as a couple. And she's brilliant. Uh, she's not a sports fan, but she's brilliant. And she would be able to edit, you know, things that I've written and say, well, you know, maybe sports fans could understand this, but maybe the average Joe or Mary, they might not be able to understand this. So you need to go back and you need to work on this, that, or the other thing. Plus, you know, she's got her own brand. Her name is Mora. Her brand is Mora for you, Mora, M-A-U-R-A, the uh, number four letter U.com. So she's in the digital space also, and she's a content creator. So in the same way that she helps me, I help her. And it's always good having that other layer uh, or, or a buffer before you send you know, or press send on your computer and you publish something. It's, it's always great to have an objective you know, third party look at it. Because in the digital space, if you put something out there, uh, I mean, it could bite you badly if it's yeah. wrong or if it's misinterpreted. And so we both help each other. And she's an, an enormous asset when it comes to helping me. Well, it's funny that you mentioned, you know, having that buffer, because I actually, I had a gentleman on the on the podcast um, recently named Jalal. He's a real estate agent in Miami, a real estate investor. And he's, you know, super like a motivational speaker, pretty much. He's super, you know, motivational. And he also mentioned that, um, that, um, you know, someone told him that, um, you should, everyone needs like, well, he said a governor, you know, someone to, you know, to, to show what you have before you put it out to kind of okay it. Um, yes. and so, you know, you guys kind of said the same thing there, you know, so, um, it's obviously a very important, you know, thing for people to do when doing that, when using it social sure media is. or anything. It um, sure is. Now also besides you and your wife, um, is there any other people that, that you said that work with you kind of behind the scenes from Mike that deserve some credit here, some, a shout out or anything to those uh, guys or without doubt, I have, uh, our music guys. Uh, written staff as Dave Rittenhouse and Greg Stauffer. Uh, they've been friends for a number of years. Uh, they have embraced the vision from day one, and they helped me with the voiceovers, and they do the mic sound beds uh, for Mike's intro, for Mike's outro. Uh, also, uh, we have Alex Salzberg, who's an illustrator animator in Boston, and he's helping us redo uh, our uh, existing, you know, um, uh, studio as well as locker room a gentleman by the name of Kevin Riley, uh, who's also an illustrator and animator from the Tampa area. I uh, have Amy O'Hara. She's our, our legal person. So yes, there's a, a number of people that are a part of the team. Uh, we pay them all on work for hire agreements. Uh, but without them, we wouldn't have gotten to the stage, you know, that, that we've gotten to today. Right. Absolutely. I just think it's awesome sometimes to hear, you know, everybody, um, behind, you know, something because Mike obviously gets all the credit, but all you guys are, you know, important to it. Um, Mike's going to be a rock star. Yeah. I, I trust me. I believe you. <laughs> I definitely believe you. That's why you're here. Um, now, um, as far as, you know, as far as, you know, Mike, um, like I said, I, I, I see this thing taking off, you know, obviously you guys have put a lot of hard work into it. And so it's awesome. Um, I, I do want to also, I have, a, we have a game on here that we play called foul or no foul. 
um, sure. where basically I throw statements at you, whether they were uh, listener submitted or something I've just come up with. Um, and basically, when I give you the statement, I ask you foul or no foul. If if you agree with the statement, it's no foul. Um, if you don't agree with it, it's foul. Okay. And so it's always fun to kind of play along with it. So sure. um, I'm just going to throw these at you. It's that time again. Let's play another round of foul or no foul. Uh, the first one, which I think I know your answer to this, but uh, I just wanted to throw it out there for the listeners. The first statement is you are never too old to play sports. Foul or no foul? No foul. No foul. You're obviously a living example of that. Um, there's many yes. people, but but I, I wanted to ask it because, um, you know, I like to, uh, when in, in using this this platform, I always like to, you know, to kind of get people's mind thinking or, or motivating people. And, you know, some people do have that mindset that, you know, you, you have, maybe you have injuries or you're a certain age and you think that's it, you know? And so you're kind of a perfect example. Not that you're old, but you're just older. And some people think that, you know, once you hit a certain age, you can't do things anymore. And so, um, you know, obviously I knew, you agreed, no, you know, no foul. But um, like, like you said, there's so much opportunity out there that maybe people don't even know about. You know, with everything that you're doing, um, that they should look into it. So that was definitely one I wanted to throw at you. Uh, another one. This one was actually listener submitted uh, by a gentleman uh, at AJ Express, and so he's kind of going off of if the Cavs lose uh, in the finals here, um, LeBron will have won two championships if they lose. And Curry will have also had two championship wins then. Um, with that in mind, you know, all the different variables about, you know, the team that they've put together behind these guys. Um, do the, the statement is LeBron's two championship victories are more impressive than Curry's two championship victories. Foul or no foul? No foul. I uh, like LeBron James. I didn't like when he made the transition and said, I'm going to take my talents, you know, to South Beach. I thought that that was very poorly done. And he came across um, arrogant. But, you know, if you look at the guy's uh, personal life, he's a family guy. You look at the fact he's really never he's never been in trouble. You look at, um, you know, that he's a winner everywhere he goes. Um, And I just I just think no foul. I think you have to give the guy credit. I think Curry's team is sensational. It was expertly put together. you know, it's never easy winning an NBA championship, but I believe that Curry's chances of winning his second NBA championship are greater than LeBron's uh, chances of winning a third NBA championship. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right, cool. And um, another the, another one I have here, um, and, and this is kind of about, um, you know, performing and enhancing drugs and steroids and stuff. Um, the, the statement is, steroids don't hurt the entertainment of sports, only the integrity of it. Foul or no foul? Foul. I think it hurts both. Um, it, it definitely sullies the game, um, and I think it sullies the individual and the individual's uh, personal reputation. And I also think it's dangerous because you know steroids have uh, a long-lasting negative effect uh, on your body, and you know they could kill you. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, one other thing that I, I wanted to ask you, um, not part of the foul or no foul, but just um, it's been kind of brought up a lot lately. I don't I don't know why recently um, with a lot of the listeners and stuff here for Clock Dodgers, but um, a lot of people are asking about college athletes being paid. Um, I know you obviously were a college athlete, a, a very good one at that. Um, wh- what is your feelings on college athletes and being paid? How, how do you feel about that? I, I think that they should have, uh, as they have for you know, as long as I can remember, you know, their scholarships, you know, taking care of 
uh, or they call them grant and aids that takes care of your living expenses, you know, your books, uh, your tuition, uh, obviously your meals. Um, I think that they should be given some stipend, a modest stipend because they really can't work. Right. Um, you know, they can't have a, an, an odd job or a part-time job during the season because they're, you know, committed to their, uh, you know, athletic teams at the university. But as far as being paid, you know, they're already getting, uh, if you go to a private school, you know, 60, 70 grand, uh, of, um, uh, <laughs> of an education. Right. I mean, we just paid for our daughter's education, you know, to go to college and it was over $50,000 a year. Wow. So that's, uh, an, an incredible blessing, uh, for a family to have, you know, a son or daughter get a free ride, especially if it's to a private school. So I think every should be done. Everything should be done in reason. I think there should be a modest stipend, but as far as getting paid, no, because they're already making, um, you know, a huge impact in their lives, but, and saving their parents a lot of money by, you know, having a scholarship to go to a, a premier university. Absolutely. Very interesting. Like I said, you were, you know, a college athlete and, um, you know, really in the thick of that. So I was just kind of curious of what your, your view on that was, um, now, but before, you know, before we end this conversation or anything, I just want to kind of ask you, um, going back to Mike for a second, I know, um, we've, we've gone into it a little bit already, but why is Mike so important to you, um, to get to the people, you know, what, what really drives your passion about Mike so that everyone can understand it, you know, what really drives you to, you know, to, to make this a home run? Well, he is my full-time job right now. It's my full-time gig. I don't do anything else. I volunteer for FIMBA. But seven days a week, sometimes 24-7, I'm thinking about things that Mike could say that could be of a positive impact and can entertain. You know, I challenge anybody to go through all of our blogs and books, uh, especially our blogs. Even if I take a stance or a position, I'm just not, you know, writing, you know, witty, clever things coming out of the voice of Mike. I also write some things to challenge readers and also to call the behavior of certain athletes on the carpet. But I never want to come across, and this is where my wife as an editor and publisher steps in, she helps me when it comes to conveying you know, my sentiments that I'm not going to totally excoriate an individual for something stupid that he or she did because we've all made mistakes in life. Right, absolutely. And I want to give the person, and it seems like I always end, you know, here's hoping, you know, Charlie, you know, thinks twice before he does something stupid again, or here's hoping somebody cleans up his act because otherwise he's going to be going down a slippery slope. So it's important that Mike is a voice to me that uh, is a positive impact in culture. It not only entertains, not only, you know, educates some people about sports history, because I even write stuff on, you know, the history of Madison Square Garden or the Palestra, the uh, Cathedral Basketball, in, in Pennsylvania or, or Wrigley Field or certain athletes, um, you know, but I also write about, you know, uh, Mike addressing some societal ills. And sometimes I do it through humor and sometimes I call people directly on the carpet, but I also uh, extend the hand and say, come on, let me lift you up. Let, you could do better than that. You should do better than that. I'm expecting you to do better than that. So that's why Mike's important to me. I think I could say and do and write almost anything through the voice of, the, of a cartoon character people will listen and people won't stay mad at you for that long. Cause it's a cartoon character. Yeah, absolutely. And that's, that's kind of what, 
you know, the overall message that I wanted, you know, when you came on here today was for people to understand that, you know, it's not just a cartoon character. You know what I mean? It's so much more um, yeah. that you're doing behind that. <laughs> and so um, that that's kind of, you know, the big sticking point that I want people to know is, um, yes, what you do is entertaining. Yes, it's funny, but there's a message, you know? And there so, is. and so that's what, that's, what's really good about Mike. And, and, and like I said, there's obviously so many positives, you know, uh, you know, that come along with it, but, um, that's the big thing. Is there, um, before I end this, um, I mean, is there anything else, any other message that you want to get off or anything that you want to, you know, let the listeners know about? Of course, I want you to kind of plug, you know, again, your website and where they can find you and interact with you. And, but is there any other message or anything you want to tell them? Sure. Just uh, an unabashed plug for Mike. Uh, it's themike.com. That's T-H-E-E-M-I-K-E.com. Uh, go to sports comic books. Uh, you could d- safely download 13 of them for free, or you could be redirected to Amazon where I sell 25 of them for 99 cents each. Uh, however, what I'd like to leave uh, your readers with is the thought. Uh, bringing Mike to life is the way I dodge my clock. And by the way, I love the title. You know, to your podcast, Clock Dodgers. I appreciate I don't work that. A nine to, I don't work a nine to five job. Sometimes I work seven days a week and I love it. So uh, I guess the, the my parting message is you could uh, dodge your clock in your own unique way. And if you've got a passion to do something, I say, why wait? Take that first step, step and start uh, pursuing your passion right now. I appreciate that. And, and, and that's, you know, that's the, uh, the identity behind clock Dodgers. I, and I always try to, um, some people, you know, um, think, Oh, you know, you're, you're saying nine to five is bad. And it's not, not what we're saying. It's just, um, the mentality that comes along with that sometimes that you get in that pattern and then you think that's it, you know, you wake yes, up, you nine exactly. to five and then you go to bed and, and there's so much more to it. And like, like you said, you know, Mike has given you that passion to show you that there's so much more than the nine to five. And, and that's what this podcast is about. And, and that's why I thought you were such an important guest to bring on and kind of not just share Mike with the world, but share that same passion and that, that drive. Um, so again, the Mike T H E E mike.com um and, and you is, do you have a twitter handle or anything like that that they can interact with you on or, or just the comments on the site or uh you could go to the mike and you could find us on twitter on facebook on google plus and my youtube channel uh you know it's uh it's on pause right now because i have this new animation that's coming out but when it does come out, it'll be YouTube, you know, dot com forward slash Mike on sports. Perfect. Now, when, Jim, if if down the line here, whenever everything, you know, is, is ready to explode, uh, when when you have the animations ready or any anything at all, um, please contact me and, you know, come back on the show and kind of let sh- let's share it again with everybody and and let them know, you know, to fully support what you're doing here. And, and let's get Mike to the masses. So we'll, um, we'll do. Open Thank invite. Thank you. Open invite. Yeah, this anytime. is a great conversation. I enjoyed it. Thank I, you. I really appreciate that. So, guys, like I said, please go and support Jim, support Mike. It's a, it's a great thing. And, and it's, you know, it's, it's destined to explode because it's a, it's a great message behind it. Um, thank you again for coming on. Um, and uh, we'll, you know, we'll see these guys uh, next podcast. Again, thank you, Jim. My pleasure. Thank Have you. a good one. Bye-bye. All right. All right. First, I want to thank Jim again for coming on. Um, guys, as always, with our guests, please go ahead and support Jim. Um, if you want to message him on any of his social media accounts, at the very least, go to his website, which, uh, again, is the T-H-E-E, Mike, M-I-K-E dot com. Go ahead and check out his blog, his comics. Um, check out some of the stuff that Mike 
puts together um, and and definitely support it because like I said I definitely see a rise for Jim and what he's created there and I definitely see a market for it and I definitely see um, that taking off for him and, and who better to help him than us right clock Dodgers um, so let's go ahead and uh, help Jim out and let's get this thing rolling for him he's doing a great job over there um, and he's got a lot of fun funny interest in um, you know blogs and comics and stuff and it's good for like 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 we mentioned in the show um it's good for for kids and for adults so i'm um, good over there and check that out guys i know you always come through clock dodgers besides that um the, the, the man the nba finals what a show um for those who have been listening you know that i pulled for the warriors from the beginning that's who i um, predicted would win this all um, who's to blame me, right? I mean, NBA record for most wins in a, in a regular season. Um, Curry breaking records, shooting out of his mind. Um, everything just seemed perfect for a back-to-back championship. However, one person, one person disagreed with me, and that is LeBron James. Um, LeBron James proved very single-handedly. Of course, he had incredible help from Kyrie Irving. Um, how about that shot at the end of the game to win it? Wow. Um, Kyrie Irving, Kevin Love showed up. uh, And for lack of a better word, I love the fact that he showed up um, because he was getting slammed uh, in the media and uh, everybody did their job. You know what I mean? Tristan Thompson, um, even a little bit of Sightings of Mo Williams, Tyro and Lou held everything together. You got to respect that. Um, I mean, it's pretty obvious, right? In my past episodes, I've talked about um, where LeBron James ranks in my top 10. Um, guys that got left out of it, but yeah, LeBron James made his way into it. Um, and it's for pretty obvious reasons. I have at the same time criticized some of the things that he's done off the court. Um, and not that he's like a bad guy or something, but just, you know, the, the show that comes with him, I'm not crazy about it, but, um, not that, not that he's purposely really done anything wrong, but just, it happens. Right. Um, but again, the guy on the court, you cannot take it away from him. You can't. And I hear people still trying to do it. I'm not, I, I know Heat fans aren't happy about the guy. I know, you know, but neither were Cavs fans when he left the first time. It's just the way it happened. You know, it's just the way that kind of stuff works. Um, it's just like when you break up with your girlfriend, you don't like her typically after that. Um, some of us can be, you know, cool with those people, but um, many of us have issues doing that. Um, same thing with your boyfriends, et cetera, husband, wife, anything. Um, but at the same time, you have to respect people on a basic level if they have, um, you know, some kind of ability like that. You can't just knock it because of, you know, you don't like the guy. Um, so LeBron did everything in this series and nothing put an exclamation point on it better than that block that he had when he ran from behind and smacked that thing. I mean, it was just, it just goes to show, you know, his, his work ethic, his hustle, his tremendous talent, it all paid off. I'm I'm personally happy. Um, not so much for him because he already had championships. And although I know he's happy to do it in Cleveland, um, I'm happy just for the people of Ohio who seemed overly excited about it, which you can't blame them, right? I mean, who, who wouldn't be happy? First of all, just if your team won a championship, especially if your teams um, in your city or state have been uh, as, as uh, you know, I guess you want to say as beaten down as they have. So congrats to Cleveland. Congrats to Ohio. Congrats to LeBron James for, you know, for for completing his promise there, which he said he would bring them a championship. Um, again, cheers all the way around for those guys. Excellent job. Um, the Warriors, however, have probably a more promise in the future because they could probably hold that thing together longer. They're, they're younger. Um, so 
you know, obviously Warrior fans ain't, uh, well, they're upset, but they obviously have a bright future. So you can't get too bent out of shape about it because your future is super bright. You may have some guys move on. He may bring in new pieces, but, you know, that core will stay intact and, and the Warriors will be just fine. Um, but again, you know, you, you can't take away from LeBron. Um, he sits firmly planted in my top 10. Um, I mentioned it before. I'll mention it again. You can't take it away from him. You know what I mean? Again, I'm not a fan of the show. I know you guys don't like the show that comes behind him. Um, I'm not crazy about it either. But on a basketball court, entertaining us, um, watching a sport that we all love, you can't take anything away from the guy. He's just that good. Um, and, and, and again, you know, some would say they rank Kobe over him. You say he has more championships or whatever it can be. But still, I always go back to the point is if you put Kobe on this team, on this exact team, do they win a championship against the Warriors? I don't think so. And it's not a knock on Kobe. I love Kobe. Again, Mr. Work Ethic himself, I'm never going to knock Kobe, but I just I just don't see it, man. I don't see that team with Kobe winning the championship. I really don't. Call me crazy. Call me crazy. It wouldn't be the first time you did it. But um he's got to be above, you know, LeBron's got to be above him. I don't I, I just don't I just don't see it, man. I just don't see it in the rankings if you if you put the top 10 together how you put Kobe above him. Um I love Kobe. Kobe's one of the best to ever do it, but I can't put Kobe above LeBron, man. He just, it's just something special about the guy. Um, other than that, you know, ba- basketball season is now in the books. Uh, football season is still not here. Um, so all we have is baseball. Um, some soccer going on right now for the tournaments. Uh, you know, please get into that. Um, support, you know, whatever country or team you like, whatever players you like. Just get into it. Um, you know, it seems like soccer is on a rise in this country. So, um, I, I believe that'll continue to trend up. Um, but as of right now, you know, with no football, man, we're hurting, right? <laughs> but don't that doesn't mean we will stop because remember, there's no off season. So especially with fantasy football, you know, we'll we'll continue to bring on guests. We have we had Dave Richard last week, which was amazing uh, from CBS Sports. Um, definitely, if you haven't listened to that episode, go back because you're missing something special. And then we got some more coming up after this episode household names guys you know um so definitely look out for that and then we have other episodes that have nothing to do with sports as you know um people who are motivating people just just understand this anybody who comes on this podcast is a success or is entertaining or has something for you to gain from um so never you know get dissuaded if you ever see a name you're not aware of or maybe someone who you heard on another podcast or you heard their you read their article and you didn't agree with them on the article, don't let that sway you because I promise you that guest will bring it to Clock Dodgers. They will bring it. They will not come on here and disappoint. Um and, and you'll enjoy it. That that's what we do here. So lots of fun guests coming up. Some fantasy football ones, some sports ones, some, you know, totally off the wall stuff that you're not even expecting. So that's how we do it here. Keep you on your toes. Keep you on your toes, brother. But um other than that, man, I'm good. You know, uh, nothing else really. I'm, I'm actually about to head out to New York for a few days. Um, I got a family wedding to attend. So on the personal side, giving you guys a little insight, I will be out of town. Um, but the podcast will not stop. My interaction will not stop. You know where I'm at. Twitter, at Clock Dodgers. Instagram, at Clock Dodgers. Follow me there. Tweet me there. 
email clockdodgers at gmail.com any foul or no fouls any questions feel free to send them there any suggestions um if you're interested in contacting me for anything um, whether you're interested in writing for the site clockdodgers.com whether you have a guest in mind that you think should come on the show um again if you just want to send me questions foul or no fouls anything that um you know you want to interact with me feel free to follow me on twitter uh on twitter and dm me instagram um, or, of course, like I said, send the email. That works just as good. Um, clockdodgers.com. Stay on top of things, guys. We got the census rankings up there right now. Brought to you by at Swagzilla on the Fantasy Life app. He's put these things together. You got to check them out. Um, those are census rankings. We have QB rankings up for that. Running back rankings up for that. Top 50, I believe, up for that as well, or top 100. Um, you got to check those things out. It's super cool the way he's put those things together. Um, super insightful. And they help you... Uh, you know, they really help you build your own rankings. So definitely check those out. Um, thanks to him for that, as always. Um, lots of cool articles coming. Um, of course, the, the Geeky Bugle stays bringing it. Um, got some interesting stuff coming down the pipeline for that. We have the Game of Thrones podcast, uh, the recap podcast, which sadly will be coming to an end here shortly because the season is coming to an end. Um, however, we'll, we'll still bring you a couple episodes after the season as well because we got some... Uh, some fun talks to, to have about that. So um, we'll definitely be doing that. So don't forget to check those out. As always, guys, please don't just listen. Download, subscribe, leave a review. We definitely don't got enough reviews. And I promise you, there's some things coming in store, okay? Um, you know, for those of you who have left reviews, it, it's very smart on your part. I appreciate um, I appreciate you guys doing that because it helps new listeners, uh, maybe who are just searching through through the through the uh, iTunes and stuff, see that how how um how much you like this podcast. But I'm also gonna have contests, right? Uh, and some of those contests may go straight off of the people who are in the reviews. You may that's maybe the only way you get into the contest is if you left a review. Um, so I highly recommend if you haven't done that yet, um, to please go in there and leave a review. Um, there's definitely way more listeners than there are reviews. So um, you know, if you want to get your name entered in contests, just random contests, please do that. I will also be doing contests um, on the show um, that I'm not going to give too much information on now because I um, I want to make sure the right people are getting it. You know, so uh, definitely be on the lookout for some more contests. Also, make sure you sign up for the newsletter on ClockDodgers.com because there's more contests coming from there, and also it just keeps you up to date on what's going on um, with clockdodgers.com, the podcast and everything else. So, um, you know, guys, just be on the lookout. Also, if you ordered a clock Dodgers uh, shirt, please send me a picture guys. Um, as soon as you can, whether you want to do it through Twitter, through email, however you want to do it. Um, because I'm going to take your pictures and actually put them on clockdodgers.com. So anyone who sends it, um, understand that you are getting put on the website. Um, but, uh, I want to get those up there hopefully soon. So as many as I can gather by probably a week from now, I, whoever I get at that point is going to go up there and anyone after that, um, unfortunately may miss the cut or just still send it and maybe I'll get you up on there later at a later point. But I want to at least get people up on there by, uh, the end of this week or next week. Um, so please send those in again in your clock Dodgers shirts. Um, and again, like I said, more things are in store, lots of fun things, lots of fun guests. I have a lot of contests coming up. Uh, so just keep your finger on the pulse guys. Um, and you know how it goes, guys. Be kind, be great, keep dodging. I'm out. Thank you for listening. Don't forget to stop by clockdodgers.com and follow us on Twitter.
Sugar Ray Leonard, Roberto Duran, Marvelous Marvin Hagler, and Thomas Hearns. Legends, whose four-way rivalry defined one of the greatest eras in boxing history. Relive their decade of dominance in a new Showtime sports documentary, The Kings, a four-part series now streaming on Showtime.